Morgil proved a greater challenge than was expected. But thanks to me playing me bagpipes and down the power of religion, we escaped the Blackstone Cathedral. And though we had our lives, the rowdy boys were no whole. With all the changes that are happening on the Naked Lady, Rory was still feeling disconnected from the people closest to him. But there was simply no time for chatting. We were needing to reach the ranger's outpost at Cardendale, hidden within the forests of the Shawlands. The rest of the evening in Morgill is uh, way more chill than uh, what you're like. More chill, Morgill, Morgill, like more chill. Got it. Uh, beautiful. And so, yeah, you guys get your rest. You you finally get to spend a night uh, in a cozy tavern uh, in one of the towns. That way, you're not sleeping on your cots. Or actually, Kowloon and Ias, you might even. You might be like, oh, well, the royal suite, that bed was super comfy. So. Yeah, right? We got a bed on the ship. Um, either way, you guys uh, pack up your stuff for well, the next... Oh, that evening, I, uh, I cracked open my book of Tesla for the first time in a long time and actually spend like, time in it and really uh, reading the text. A wow. devotional. Yeah. I do, a, I do my daily devotion. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, awesome. So yeah, the next morning you guys are shipping out for the next location, which is Cardendale. Um, you guys get everything packed up and it is about a week's journey. So you guys prepare and, uh, tell me us, do you, uh, show Finn during your lessons this, uh, Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I ask him, for help just like uh, uncovering its secrets. And Great. So he, we don't need to role play it right. out, but he basically explains how all his, his best guess would be that uh, a long time ago, there was a freeze that covered this land. And his guess would be that those people were probably trapped from what he can decipher. Cause it is pretty ancient Varrican. Mm, okay. So he is not able to recover it much more than what, uh, you cool. had recovered. Um, so he's actually very impressed with the amount that you were able to gather. And he says that they probably got stuck down there and turning to cannibalism mm-hmm. probably invoked that, uh, that demon creature that cool. you guys ran into. Um, do I recognize, or does the like reading from and learning from this text give me any benefits or, or, uh, you can tell that some of them are spells. Oh, okay. And you begin working to decipher those Great. ones more cool. specifically. Cool, cool. Great. Um, on the other end, one, oh, were you going to say I was going to say, am I in the Royal Suites with Lord? Uh, so the Alistair? Royal Suite works. You open up the front door, and there's a door to your right, a door in front of you, and a door to your left. You know that the door to your left is the office of the Lord Protector Alistair. In front of you is where the Lord and Lady 
um, stay and their bed is in there. To the right is the two beds that um, Master Penvro and Duke Erwin used. And inside that okay. room is where Penvro's desk was. So that's where that's where me and Ias are staying now. That's correct. Okay. Yep. So I, I can assume that I've met the Lord, at, or uh, yeah, I've seen the Lord at some point in time during the yes, journey. Yes, and he's he's like congratulated you on your um, on your work at the cathedral and also at the mines, and he right. hasn't given you much more direction than that. Right. Well, so what he does, so what what do you do on this on this trip? What are you what are you doing? I the uh, well, I have <laughs> been assigned as Lord Protector to. Proclaim the new name of this land, Estonia, and to give, a, give good guidance to those who have been living here and experiencing uh, the darkness of the wilder folk. I'm here to bring a new light, a light of Thessla and King Aston. So you could have just said nothing. Oh, there's much that goes into what I do. You have to uh, play the democracy of uh of of what happens uh i help uh keep a relationship with the high elves of elf rahim and i am a part of the uh military decisions for keeping the wilderfolk at bay i am here to protect these lands and though i shall i mean it's kind of just seems like we're just taking it from them well, we had attempted for 20 years or so to make peace with them, so they made the decision. All right, well, you just keep doing what you're doing, and I guess we'll just keep protecting you, even though you're the Lord Protector. Aren't you supposed to be protecting us? Well, that is why you're getting paid a handsome reward at the end of this journey for making sure I make it through this alive. Ting, and his teeth shine <laughs> when he smiles. <laughs> I just kind of shake my head and walk back in my room. Nice talking with you, Kaloon. Ugh. And uh, great. So also one of the nights, um, Ias, you experience a dream. In this well, dream... I was, I was going to say... You don't uh, sleep at all? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> well, that fucks up a lot of stuff. I'm a half elf. Well, I actually, I, uh, I don't I only sleep, half so. sleep, so... Is this a half dream? Oh, and I, I'm never in my room. Oh, in the... Which one? Yeah, the new room that was just bestowed okay. to me. I don't ever go in there. Okay, so, Kowloon, you actually get <laughs> oh. that whole... You get to bounce from bed to bed, you know? <laughs> like how you do as a child, uh, and mm. you jump from bed to bed, and then you fall and cry, and then your dad yells at you. I, I imagine oh. the Duke took all his things with him, right? What? I imagine the Duke took all his things with him when mm -hmm. he left, right? Yeah, like he was able to pack left up his nothing stuff. behind? Mm -mm. Okay. Yeah, I don't go in there. Okay, so you're sleeping down with the rest of the rowdy boys. That and room's tainted. Yeah, and so you um, you have a dream the, the night before you're to arrive at the... Um, Do I sleep, like, for real? You, f you sleep, for real. I didn't know that. I thought because I was half-elf, I don't sleep at all. Well, you, you meditate. Sleep. Yeah. Okay. So during well, like one of your... Hours, right? I, just, yeah. I don't no. know how it works. During one of your rests... <laughs> I'm um, doing this. During one of your rests, you... Um, you actually hadn't been feeling very well that day. You'd been feeling chilled and cold, kind of like uh, that same feeling you got uh, um, 
back in the minds of Ben Iver. And so you go to lay down and kind of rest and you begin to fall into this dream. And in front of you, you see a woman's pale face, like pale white, white as snow. And her veins uh, are this purplish blue. You can see her veins through her skin and her eyes are closed. And to your left and right, it, it, at first looks like the whiteout of snow, but you begin to see that it is hair kind of moving as if through water. Uh, you begin moving closer and closer to this face. It just takes up the whole frame of your vision when at the last second, the eyes open up and they are this icy blue and you hear screams, the screams of your mother the night that you... Uh, found her being attacked in the night that she was murdered. And you hear someone crying out, Ayas, Ayas. And no. you're shaken awake and Lumen is uh, above you, shaking you. And I've got my hand on her tunic, just like <laughs> really tense. Like, wh what is it? Uh, you were screaming out. You were crying out for your mom a little bit. And no, I wanted no, to. No, I wasn't. Well, you were uh, you were at least making. I mean, you were, but uh, you were uh, you were screaming, and I wanted to come make sure you were okay. Oh, thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just. Uh, I had a weird vision. It was weird, weird little dream. Hmm. It's over now. Anyway, that how sucks. Are you? I want to let you know that we're coming up to Cardendale. Oh, uh, good. That's where I like trained for like six months so really? i'm kind of excited to like show it off what yeah. did you train it just the bow uh I'm rubbing yeah, my face like i uh, mean um waking up like hunting and uh tracking stuff you know cool like ranger it's like a ranger's outpost so yeah i'm pretty excited about this, this. i pet autumn's head <laughs> he, is autumn a cat now it's like it's a hawk or Falcon. <laughs> are uh, Telnius and I witness to this since he's been sleeping in the common area? Um, you guys at this point have risen and you're out in the common room for Brecky. But so you did hear him like we heard his dream. yelling out. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't wake him up. You just walked to the common room instead. Dicks. Well, they were already in the common room. <laughs> we heard it from the other room. Yeah. Oh, okay. They mm -hmm. heard it when they were on the main. Maybe land. she went. She <laughs> went to look and check in on you. Right. While yeah. we were. So she had rushed from yeah. the. Um, the common room to uh, wake you up. So she just says, I'm pretty excited to show it off. That's all. Well, cool. Lead the way. I'm right behind you. Awesome. So you guys come to the top after you finish your uh, um, lunch for that day or breakfast um, for that day. You come to the top and um, you have been going through the beautiful yet kind of monotonous river flow and greenery to the north. Um, uh, to the north and south. To the north, it's been more forested area. And you finally come to a point where you see a watchtower in the distance. There are some crudely constructed docks below. Uh, and when the ship draws near, a cloaked figure begins to climb down. Now, this is much different from the other arrivals you guys have had before because it's usually within civilization and whatnot. This, it's literally just the watchtower and the docks and then the forest behind it. Um, so the watchtower is on the northern side of the river. On the northern Can side. Can we pursue anything? Uh, yeah, go ahead. 10. 
it's beautiful cool. out here. Um, the <laughs> cool. leaves are starting to change because it's fall. The air is beginning uh, to get a little bit more crisp, a little so chillier. I got a 24. You see uh, clearly really beautiful. this cloaked figure <laughs> climbing down, and she, when she comes out to the docks, removes her uh, hood, uh, and it reveals black dreadlocks with various bits of silver jewelry braided into them. Uh, her dark-skinned face is somber, and her, uh, her blue eyes are squinting toward the ship as it docks. Her apparel is similar to Lumen's, though her cloak is gray. So I share all of that with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you ahead. like saw the color of her eyes like, and mm, the silver blue jewelry eyes. in her. <laughs> silver <laughs> jewelry in her dreads. And now she's standing right in front of you. <laughs> I'm saying it to yeah. her. <laughs> um, so the ship comes into the dock and she signals out to the forest and two more gray cloak rangers appear from the tree line to help secure the trip to the docks. You guys are part of a small team that has been allowed to visit and spend the night at the Cardendale Rangers outpost. The Lord and Lady are given horses to ride, and joining the group are Bishop Column, Commander Leon, Finn Aurora, and Lumen Yu. Uh, the rest of the crew stays with the ship. Um, as you guys gather and the Lord and Lady are helped up onto the horses by the two other Rangers, the uh, first woman that you saw... She speaks up and uh, talks to the group. She says, I am Giselle, captain of the Grey Cloak Rangers. Welcome to the Shawlands. I suggest you remain as quiet as possible on the four-mile journey back to the outpost. There has been an increase in Wilderfolk activity lately. Even as we speak, five Wilderfolk raiders are being hunted by a small band of Grey Cloaks. So and I'm definitely playing my bagpipes all the way there. <laughs> Please do not. <laughs> um, the uh, the Lord Protector actually becomes visibly concerned and puts he like starts putting on his helmet and grabs his uh, his sword. Uh, Giselle kind of notices this and rolls her eyes, and she says, "Let Thank us you. make haste." And she waves her hands over the group, and you feel as if your uh, steps become lighter. Hmm. And uh, she has just cast uh, Pass Without Trace on you guys. Whoa. Um, <laughs> Bishop Colum grumbles, forest magic, a disgrace. And, but he kind of shuffles along uh, silently <laughs> with you guys. So you guys, quietly with this spell cast on you, um, make your way into the forest uh, by means of a small hunting trail. Uh, it's a little boring uh, just because you like can't talk and you all are just hiking. And after about two miles, uh, everyone give me a perception check. Natural one. <laughs> Ten again. <laughs> You're reading your... Uh, yeah, I'm in it. Your book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm yeah. like tripping over everything. <laughs> Four. Thirteen. Ten. Wow. Yep. Uh, you guys are just very distracted by, I guess you guys got your like Game Boys out or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're like, this is boring. <laughs> Donkey Kong. <laughs> it's such beautiful land, but look at this video game. Yeah. Kowloon's taking selfies. <laughs> no. <laughs> New would. bagpipes. Huh? Uh, so you guys come out to a clearing as you guys are wont to do. And you um, begin to smell... Uh, a bit of a stench and you see a corpse of one of the gray cloaks um, who was hunting the wilderfolk raiders 
um, Giselle runs up to him and uh, begins looking at the body. Do any of you want to go up and do investigation or medicine? I want to do a medicine check for sure. Okay, so Telnius rushes up and does a medicine check. Nope. Probably don't get a whole lot of <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll let you sneak a little advantage into that. Because yeah. I love you. All right. That's definitely better. Not much better. But... Four times the score. <laughs> um, so that's a 12. So 12, you come up and you see that um, his, um, uh, his body has been beaten to death. And when you kind of lift up the body, Giselle like twitches a little bit, but you reassure her and you lift up the body and you see uh, actually bite marks on the back. Now this, mm. this isn't the same as like the bite marks like you human guys bites, yeah. uh, saw oh. um, last time, mm-hmm. like in the, uh, in the cathedral, but this um, the bites are much larger um, and a good portion of the flesh has been eaten off the back of this gray cloak. Hmm. I share that with everyone. It seems as though a larger beast has consumed this gray cloak's back. Um, Bishop gr- uh, grumbles, the damned savages, still cannibals, born into sin, passing it down for generations. I mean, I don't think that this is human bites. These are much larger bites than than any human mouth can. Do what we always of... have to bring the old racist with us? Uh, <laughs> what kind of creature could make a mark like this? Yes, let me let me think of this. Does anyone have survival as a skill? Yeah, I do. Twenty-one. We, you I do? Sh- yeah. Nice. So tell me this. Um, Twenty-one. You inspect a little closer, and you can gauge that a large-sized creature has made this uh, bite, but instead of, like, canine teeth or sharp teeth, it looks like flat teeth have actually... Like horse or um, cow? <laughs> no, it's not quite like anything you've seen. Would you metagaming seen. to say what I think it is? Yes. Okay. Would um, your character... Does your character have much knowledge in nature? No. And so you actually also begin to look around with your survival check, just doing a little mm-hmm. bit further investigation. And out near the forest, or out at the line of the forest, you find a large boot print of a like a large Maybe being. Maybe like a giant or a troll. And Giselle kind of like giggles at that when you say giant or troll. And she what? says, is that... That sounds like fairy tales. I mean, we haven't seen anything like that. Yes, in this forest. Is. That, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, clearly a horse. Fairies have tails. <laughs> it was clearly a horse. As... Well, when you think flat teeth, what do you think? You think cow? You think horse? Well, I don't think giant. Might as well say that a werewolf did. Oh wait, <laughs> <laughs> with a fifteen, I think leeches. Leeches? Yeah. That's what I think. yeah. Um, Those fifteen nature. <laughs> um. Giselle speaks up and says, Lumen, can you help me with Raj's body? And so Lumen goes over to help uh, pick up the body. Can I investigate the body while I'm still there? Um, um, well, you've walked over to... What I mean uh, oh, investigate ahead. is like, um, I want to see if there's anything on his body, like on his person that can tell me. And I'll, I'll do sleight of so hand search. if I have to, like search his body. Yeah, he just had a bow and a quiver of arrows no, and like, rations okay, okay, okay. with him. So nothing... Yeah, he's no papers or anything to point. Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. And so, um, and so, everyone, roll me perception check. Eighteen. Nice. Mm, Twenty. Oh, Seventeen. Nine. 
Awesome. So actually all of you hear a twig snap out near where um, Telnius was just coming to the edge of the forest. Guys, I heard a twig snap. (laughs) (laughs) But everyone heard it. And so everyone looks in that direction. All of a sudden you guys see above you a uh, large cat. It is... um, it is like a black leopard. So it, most of its fur is black, but small like spots still show through the the black fur. And it runs down the um, down a branch and leaps into the brush next to you, Telnius. And you just hear uh, someone scream out a curse in Verakin, and four wilderfolk jump out Whoa. of the out of the brush. Um, so we'll go surprise round. The first one rushes you, Telnius. Yes. And hits with a 21, I'm guessing. Nope. (laughs) Yeah, he does. He hits, (laughs) and you take eight points of slashing damage as a hand axe uh, bites into your flesh. Um, Let's see, the other two, um, one of them rushes up to Bishop Column, and he he actually ducks down and... uh, brings out forward his hands and it looks almost like an angelic spirit comes out of his hands and catches the barbarian just before it reaches him. And the Bishop brings his hands over his head and throws the barbarian behind him. The barbarian lands on his back and the Bishop pulls out his, uh, bolt, <laughs> Hammer pulls out a bowl and yeah. <laughs> smokes it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bishop Colum has a Patronus. Awesome. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, he pulls out his war hammer ready to attack that one. Uh, the other two, one rushes up to Rory and does a um, does a seventeen hit your AC. That is my AC. That is your AC. Uh, this one shield bashes you and you take uh, nine points of damage. Doink. Ouch. Uh, and also give me a dexterity check. Okay. Eight. Uh, you fall on your ass. Oh. I didn't know I brought my ass with me. <laughs> I thought I left him back in Westwick. Uh, the last one rushes up to Kowloon. Oh, fuck. And it, um, this guy has a short sword, and he stabs directly into your uh, left shoulder. Oh, I thought you were gonna say bagpipe. And you <gasps> take eight points oh. of damage. It was a. Cri- I rolled a twenty and then a one on damage. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. disappointing well, for this guy. Um, Great. So, and I'm they are they are just yelling out. So we'll go in a circle. So, Ias, go ahead. Um, can we do? All right. Fine. So I have all the high dexterity. I just want to do initiative every now and then. Okay. I want to go last every time. All right. Next time. Next time. <laughs> go ahead, I. <laughs> so three people next. are engaged with these guys. Yeah. So these three are engaged with the wilder folk. One of them is engaged with Column. Okay. So there's four. And all the right, horses I'm, uh, are like neighing and kicking up at this, and the rest of everyone is uh, getting ready for battle. Go ahead. Okay. I'm a. Uh, searching around frantically for this giant cat. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> uh, I I start to panic a little bit, and I pull out my slingshot, and I pull out a smoke bomb and just smash it into the middle Ooh. of everybody. <laughs> Whoa, awesome. Yeah, so, um, so in the fray, all of a sudden smoke rises up, and it 
everyone within the smoke uh, has a disadvantage on their role unless your name is Ayas, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Great, awesome. So it is Kaloon's turn. Okay. Uh, am I close to anyone besides the person who attacked me? Um, the bishop is behind you, and behind him is the guy who's flat on his back, but there is the guy still with his sword in your shoulder. <laughs> oh, okay, great. So he's definitely... Is there anyone within 15 feet of me? Um, no, actually, you guys were pretty uh, scattered um, when you came to this clearing. Okay, so instead of trying to pull the sword out, I just cast Thunder Wave. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> On this one dude? On this one dude. That's amazing. And I'm going to just... Fling him back away from me. Go for it. Remember, Thunder Wave will only paralyze your foe. It will not cause damage. Oh, it does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Paralyzed. And it's only a chance. Yeah. <laughs> he just lands in a wheelchair. <laughs> so that's going to be 12 points of damage. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Okay, so you cast Thunder Wave. His sword stays... Oh, no, sorry. He gets oh. a constitution save. Um, I read that wrong. Yeah, he failed. Um, okay. So you you cast this, and the sword stays stuck in your shoulder. And Ias, you watched as the smoke bomb created a cloud and covered um, Kalun, Rory, and Telnius. Uh, but out of this smoke cloud, all of a sudden, a wilder folk is or wilder man is thrown out and lands on his back, <laughs> and his uh, he is just completely shaken, bleeding from his mouth. Uh, we're going to Rory. I, I want to use my move to pull the sword out. Okay, so you I, pull I the sword like out. I feel like that'll get in my way. Yeah. Nice. Um, so I've flattened my back. Uh, mm -hmm. Can I see anything around me, or is it all just smoke? It's very difficult to see anything. Uh, when you look up, you can see the shadowed outline of the guy who shield bashed you. Okay. Can I, without getting up, can I just try and like swing around with my warhammer and like knock his legs out from under? Sure, but you take disadvantage on the roll. Because it's because okay. of the smoke. Okay. So yes, you can attempt that. I'm also going to go in a rage while I do that. Oh, so, so it just cancel out. Gives you advantage, so it just cancels <laughs> out. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. So I swing at his kneecaps. Go for it. Uh, and I'm like kind of almost doing like a breakdance maneuver as I do that, like running with my legs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and swing around, swinging his kneecaps, um, and I, I got a uh, nine. Yeah. So you swing out and the. Wilderman, just as the smoke is filling up his vision, he sees you do this attack, and he's able to leap over it, um, and he lands back on his feet. Telnius, go ahead and give me your your action. Yeah, so I'm going to cast uh, Command as a second-level spell, um, and Whoa. Uh, so I can affect two people instead of one. Wow. Um, and so I don't, I don't have to see them. I just, they just have to be within earshot, within mm -hmm. sixty feet of me. And so my command um, is uh, a grovel. Um, so so uh, the two that two, are still in the cloud. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go yeah. for it. Um, so okay. I cast grovel, and they have to make a wisdom save. Wow, they failed horribly. Cool. So, so both of them um, immediately uh, drop to the floor and um, kind of like whimper and are groveling. So just as a gust from. of wind comes in to clear out the <laughs> cloud of smoke, you guys, um, you guys watch as um, more gray cloaks, about four of them come out, and the ones that were on the ground, so the one behind Bishop Column, uh, uh, 
actually, yeah. So before Bishop Colm gets in a, a chance to like smash his skull in like he wanted to, one of the gray cloaks comes up and begins tying him up. Same happens to the other one that was pushed out of the cloud of smoke. And the other two are at your command, literally, and two more come up and tie them up. Perfect. And Giselle is just astounded at your guys' um, abilities. And she says, thank you so much. And out of the brush comes that black uh, leopard, and it comes up to Giselle's side, and she pets it on the head and gives it a, a small scrap of meat and says, everyone, this is Shira. Shira, this is everyone. <laughs> wow, that would have been really nice to know before we started this battle. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I uh, Don't I you rarely mean I rarely know where Shira is. Uh, she uh, scouts out the area. It means we are nearing the uh, front gates. Okay, uh, Tony, uh, do you mind if uh, I could get a little heel on uh, my shoulder? Of course, absolutely. So, uh, oh, I go ahead and, and I cast. Uh, well, I guess we're not in combat, so You're you can take the full. Anymore. Okay, yep. great. So right. I... Is it more than eight points? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so as you're healing him up, uh, Lord Alistair is visibly furious. He's getting his horse back tame, and he actually turns his horse around, um, and he looks to Lady Reyna, and he asks her to... Um, he kind of whisper, yells something to her, and um, and at first she kind of shakes her head no, and then he gets closer and grabs her arm, and he says, that is in order. And she bows her head and turns her horse to follow him, and he rides up closer to the group, and he speaks to Commander Leon and says, Commander Leon will act as military advisor in my stead. I am heading back to the ship. And just so, until this outpost is safe for civilians, I'm placing it on lockdown. Captain, get your shit together before we throw you back in prison where you belong. And at this, he turns his horse around and leaves with Reyna, and two of the Great Cloaks escort him back to the ship. I say, what a coward. But, like, when he's still after he, No. Oh, he's still me. in earshot? Yeah, I, and I really don't like this narcissistic pompous. You yeah. see him clench his reins and uh, as he rides away. And uh, the rest of the group, you are escorted by Giselle and Shira to the outpost. So after another silent two miles of hiking, um, the um, you're also taking the prisoners with you as well mm -hmm. of the wilder folk. Um, the gray cloaks are all keeping a close eye on them. And I uh, can. Oh, I want to pay close attention um, to any conversation they have with each other and the language that they speak. Okay. And try and overhear, and I don't want them to know that I speak their or like I know some of their language. So. Um, they're actually not speaking to each other. They are all just ashamed and um, and they were following. Yeah, yeah they into be. this into this area. So you guys go another two miles, and uh, it's begin begun to uh, drizzle a little bit, rain and. Uh, you guys come to, uh, you find, finally the, the path widens out and you guys come before the gates of the Rangers outpost. Um, these logs there have, they've taken logs and raised them up to be the wall that surrounds the outpost. There are two watchtowers above the main gate and, uh, 
there's one gray cloak in each of the watchtowers. A few more are patrolling the wall uh, from the catwalk within the walls. So you can see them, they're just their shoulders up are above these kind of spiked tree trunks uh, as they patrol. And uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. A stone cliff makes up the back end of the outpost. So it is three walls. You guys are coming to, you're heading east. So it's the western wall that has the gate. There's a wall to the north and south. And then there is a seven-story tall uh, cliff. And at the very top, you can see a, you can just barely see it, but a gray cloak laying down with a crossbow with a small scope uh, at the very top yes. of that <laughs> as you guys head in through the gates. No, that's killer. Nice. <laughs> so once you guys get into the gates, let me explain this a little better. So there is a stable and barracks to the right where the gray cloaks are training. Lumen takes Raj's body uh, there. That was the guy that you guys had found. And she's greeted as an old friend. On the left, there is a building where the last of the Varrican are being in prison. Finn escorts the prisoners there. The rest of the group is brought out of the rain and into the feast hall. At this point, you guys are very, very Varrican hungry uh, for, <laughs> um, for lunch. Like you've been hiking all day, you've had this battle, you're a little bit worn out and you're ready for a good short rest. Um, so you guys feast, uh, in the halls and it's kind of awkward because the Lord protector was supposed to be there making announcements and whatnot, but, uh, Giselle is, oh, I'll take up that. <laughs> yeah. So, that's um, why I looked at you. I was like, do you want to yeah. make an oh, announcement yeah. Yeah, or something? I'll make an announcement. Okay. So some of the Rangers are there eating with you and Giselle, uh, is there as well as you guys feast on venison and, right. um, taters. So I raise my glass. Listen up, everyone. My name is Kaloon, the Grandmaster Entertainer of this exciting voyage that, we're, that we happen to be on. Now, our little Lord Pansy was supposed to come and tell all of you all all about how we're renaming the new lands. I just want you to know that now that we're here, Rowdy Boys, by the way, our name are Rowdies. Our, our group name is the Rowdy Boys. I so wave. Pass it around. <laughs> yes, it, this is, uh, this is uh, Rory, the, uh, the Hammer. This is uh, Telnius, the miracle worker, the miracle worker, and this is Ias, the the blind guy. And, uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's every day with you. And now, <laughs> and now that we're here, you have nothing to worry about. You just point us in the right direction. I get up and slowly walk away. <laughs> and see, look, he's already on it. <laughs> Rory is a man of action. Uh, now, if there's anything you need from us, don't uh, don't hesitate to let us know. And then I start. Uh, uh, playing my flute, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> or your bagpipes, maybe? Well, yeah, I'll go ahead and play the bagpipes so everybody can get an inspiration die. Beautiful. Yeah. So you all have inspiration. Uh, Giselle is, like, pretending to enjoy it. And uh, no, like, I'm, well, I'm rolling. All right, roll performance, performance, performance check on this right. crap. I'm going to contend it, though. Oh, yes. So that's going to be a 23. <laughs> well, damn, I can't contend that. <laughs> Everyone loves is it. That, we, they really hate bagpipes, <laughs> and it's... Pretty damn good. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> eating pretty inspiredly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I slowly walk back and sit down again. Well, shit, it's good. It's yeah. good. All right, it's really good. Awesome, Rory. Did you actually leave the feast hall, or did you just kind of? I was heading to leave the feast hall. It depends on how far away the door was, but that's what I was. Yeah, I was going to just walk yeah, out the door. You make it to the. You make it outside. Um, when... I would gladly take away that inspiration. Oh no! Oh. I, well, oh. yeah, yeah. You didn't stay for the performance, so right. you you walk out of the building um, after the performance and after dinner finishes up. Giselle stands up and says, um, "Well, we cannot thank you more for for coming and acknowledging us. We have worked very hard to patrol the southern border of these forests. We are working closely with the elves of Elfrahim as they patrol the." Uh, Western mountain range. Well, and I'm, I'm sorry, the elves of Elfrahim. Yes, they have a they have a rangers group as well, and they protect the uh, the the hills and mountains of the western border of the uh, of the Shawlands. That's fascinating. Now and um, yeah, this is the most amount of. I like make eyes to the rowdy boys that are present, like. Elfrahim. <laughs> um, I scowl. <laughs> we work hard to keep the barbarians at bay and keep the settlements of the new lands uh, safe and secure. So we are more than happy that you would spend your time to come and uh, and dine with us, see our uh, places. And Commander Leon, I believe we're going to work on some military uh, tactics later. And he kind of grunts and lifts up his glass um she says the rest of you are welcome to um uh wander about the outpost um i believe it is time uh for leon and i to uh to speak privately uh anyone's welcome to join that conversation but uh you are not holding to it so it's a strange private conversation if anyone's allowed to join well, I, I just mean we're going to talk in the war room and it'll be of more serious things. So if you wish to join, you may. And I so, will join you shortly. But first, I need to eat. And I go and I devour everything I can find. That's awesome. Um, Actually, I want to go looking for Rory, but we can do that. No, that's fine. Whenever. Yeah, this and is I, now open to you I'll... guys to um, go around. So like I said, you have the uh, the stables and barracks. Mm. That's where Lumen went. Um, you have... The um, the prisoner area mm-hmm. yep. uh, where Finn went, and you also have um, uh, you have the feast hall, and within the feast hall, the war room is connected to that. The bishop says, "I will turn in for the night." Actually, I'm rather winded after that hike, and so he goes to um, the back of the hall. There's been rooms um, established. Not anything fancy, just kind of bunk bed rooms, and he goes and lays down in there. So I want to uh, uh, figure this out. What I want to do is try to um, listen in on the conversation that I'm sure the prisoners are having with each other when they think that no one is around to listen. I don't want them to know. So I guess if I have to make a sneak check to like sneak into the prison um, and listen, that's what I want to do. Um, or maybe, oh, I know, I'll actually, I want to sneak quietly outside the window um, uh, to their prison. So, like, mm. not inside the prison or anything, but just kind of hang out by the window and just kind of, you know, ear hustle. Beautiful. <laughs> Give me a uh, perception check. Okay. Uh, that's 15. Awesome. So, you spend a few hours there. Cool. Um, uh, and I'll come back to Cool, you. cool, cool. 
Um, so, Colleen, yep. you were going to look for Rory. I don't know right? if he's hiding or not, but yeah, I mean, I'll. I'll yeah, Rory, him. where did you head off to? Well, so what did I? I know you just listed the buildings, but like immediately out the door, what was like closest to me? Closest are the barracks. Okay. And that's where some of the rangers are training. I mean, the rain has gotten a little bit heavier, so not as many are out there, but there's a few out there practicing with bow and arrow. Is and there an area near me with like an awning, like something I could stand underneath? Yeah, so right outside the entrance of the barracks, there is, there is like a, kind of a porch area where a few of them are lighting up um, tobacco pipes. And Great. I was, uh, I'll actually, I'll walk over there and I'm going to light a cigar and just kind of sit uh, next to them. Sweet. And they just kind of like shrug, welcome you, and it's kind of an unspoken understanding, and you guys share uh, a, a moment of quiet uh, enjoyment. Oh. Here comes Kaloon. Kaloon in a kilt then exits the feast hall, looking left to right frantically, <laughs> screaming, <laughs> Rory! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another one (laughs) I've got a mountain of just turkey legs and like fillets of just deer you're just staying in the (laughs) feast hall I am just eating that is awesome I just had gruel for most of the journey go ahead and apples oh Oh, yeah thank you yeah there's actually it's a a good meal um, (laughs) I eat for four days there's actually a large um fireplace on top of the fire is a spit of uh elk uh ribs that's kind of in rotation that you're able to mm. eat off and of. i'm just trying to just yank the biggest piece <laughs> of it off it's <laughs> awesome you're, you're even like singeing your fingers but it's just so <laughs> juicy and good and your giant sword out <laughs> it come on i'm like sawing it with the hot side <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's making it colder. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, Kowloon. So you all get right. outside. So yeah, I mean, if I see them, then I'll walk it. Yeah, I'll walk. Do you over. try and hide it all when you? Because you see Kowloon come out before he sees you. I, uh, I um, kind of sh- move back in the shadows. I also just like pull my like my duster uh, up over me in a little bit and just kind of like. I don't sure. really go out of my way to hide, but I don't like point myself right. out. Either. So you see Rory okay. out there. Yep. So I walk over. Hello, everyone. How how, how many people are there? Uh, there's just two out there smoking with Rory, right. and they silently greet you and kind of nod to you and yeah. lift up their pipe, and they continue smoking. Do you have an extra one? Uh, the one kind of like looks to the other, and he shrugs, and he pulls out like a traveler's pipe, so it's a bit of a smaller bowl with okay. a longer stem, and he quickly packs one for you and uh, lights a tinder stick and lights it for you and hands yeah. it off to you. So I just join and, and sit. Okay. Uh, stay silent and very cool. Yeah. In a in a very uh I, I feel like in my it just in my own head mm-hmm. from what's going on with my character is that I feel like I'm in a a, a much higher position than I actually am. Mm. So I need to I need to just be there for my rowdy boys. You know? Oh. Like if I, I feel like I feel like Rory's got something going on and I'm like, all right. I'm not. I'm not performing right now. I'll just kind of. I'll just kind of sit. So unlike what your character normally does, mm-hmm. go ahead and take away an inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you feel so much. But less then I play inspired. again. I play my bagpipes again. No. And how do you? How how does your body language communicate that? Or what do you do? Or you just stand <laughs> near him? <laughs> Taylor just, has just danced yeah. around with his arms yeah. awkwardly, yeah, like a wavy, wacky, waving inflatable yeah. flailing tube man. Uh, 
So I just kind of relax, maybe uh, pick up some idle uh, conversation with the other two guys and mm-hmm. wait for Rory to join the conversation if he feels like it. Uh, I, I just kind of ask him about the uh, the outpost and see, you know, it's like, so what, uh, how uh, how long have these Vatican's been attacking your outpost? Mm. They have yet to attack the outpost, but uh, there was a few raiders who tried to steal meat from our stores, and uh, we we caught them climbing over the walls using grappling hooks. So uh, we chased. We just sent out that last party to bring them back, but we'll bring them to justice. Have any of you had a conversation with any of the the natives, or are you just kind of at odds with them at all times? Hard to speak to people that we don't know their language, so. You've never tried? You've never tried to understand their language? No. Listen, I get my orders from Captain, and I just follow them through. We're, uh, I mean, the deal with us is that we're here because we'd rather not be in in cells wasting our lives away. So we had a choice, either sit and rot or come out here and help protect the, uh, the civilization from the Shawlands. Now, from what I've seen, it just it looks like we're just kind of taking all their land away from them. I almost don't blame them. I mean, I, t- I try not to get political with my thoughts. I just try to focus on surviving and, uh, and keeping uh, the civilizations protected. Do you know of anybody who has gotten to know them or has expressed any sympathies for the natives? Not here at the outpost. <laughs> Tell me, this is like by the window <laughs> of the prison. Um, hmm. So as 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 this conversation is wrapping up, uh, Commander Leon comes out and uh, stands by the group and tries to join. And <laughs> obviously, oh. it does not go well. And the the gray cloaks, their pipes have kind of ended. And he said, "It's nice talking with you guys." And they go off into their barracks and. Leon says, uh, hey, Rory, if I could, um, need to speak with you alone. Sorry, Colleen. I don't take the hint. Uh, but it wasn't a hint. <laughs> um, no, it, yeah. it was, it, it's definitely, I just assume that I'm going to be joined uh, in any conversation. Hey, Rory, um, I think I dropped something in the armory, so I'm going to go over there. All right. Maybe you could help me find it. Yeah, I, I bet I can. Just I follow you. along. Okay, so you guys leave uh, Kowloon. You're still like smoking. Yeah, no, I'll just keep, no, I'm, I'm kind of like as as I'm smoking and as everybody leaves, I kind of go because <coughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I definitely don't smoke. Pipes <laughs> That's normally awesome. peer pressure, baby. So you guys get into the armory and um, and it's nearing dusk at this point, and the the rain is just like a pretty steady, but it's you can tell it's gradually picking up. Um, so you guys get into the armory, and he shuts the door and looks around, and he says, uh, so, Rory, anything you've heard from Ias that's suspicious, any weird behavior, anything? I got I to gotta ask, why are you suspicious of Ayas? Uh Listen, I just got my sources. I'm, I'm just acting on my own commands, and you follow them through, so I just got to know anything suspicious that I need to know about. I mean, there's been nothing that's made me feel uncomfortable. We did, uh, when we were dealing with the the werewolves, he had this moment where he found this sword. It kind of called out to him. But 
mean, he's used it to help us since then. And uh, he had a nightmare the other night. He started talking to I don't really remember what he was saying, but he had this weird nightmare where he was shouting out in his sleep. I heard him from the other room, but nothing that's made me feel uncomfortable. All right, thanks. Uh, I just can't help. I just can't feel comfortable. I mean, we have this master talon on our hands, and then we have Captain Giselle, who was also a part of the Resistors, now here in the New Lands. I just can't help but feel like we're feeling the pressure on both ends. I gotta ask you, Leon, how do you know that what we're doing here is good? How do you know that what we're doing here is accomplishing things that we are wanting to be accomplished? Or are you just following orders? You know what, Rory? I don't know. I really don't know. Seen a lot on this excursion, and uh, I don't know. I'm j- I can't second guess myself. I've got to. I've got to lead the role that I've been placed with. This is my duty, and I need to do what needs to be done. And you need to do what needs to be done for you as well. I think I am understanding what you're saying to me. Uh, I guess we just got to keep going for the time being. Yeah, I guess so. Well, uh, to show my gratitude for how uh, uh, how much you've been uh, po- cooperating with us, I spoke with Lady Giselle, and she said uh, that there was a special item here in the store, something they took off one of the Varricans that they uh, that they had uh, captured. It's actually the one that uh, attacked you. You weren't really able to see uh, it clearly in that smoke bomb, whatever the hell that was. But uh, he walks over and he picks up a shield, and it's a wooden shield, and it has the black painted image of an eagle's head. And just at the eye is a red, um, a red rubied stone uh, near the center of the shield. And he says... Uh, I just thought this might, might be something you'd like to have. Friggin' sweet. I would love that. <laughs> and so as you I, take did it... Did I ever told you how much I love eagles? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, I, no. You know what, Rory? No. Check it out. And I <laughs> open the duster and show. And you know what? This time he, like, he smiles a little bit and he nods his head. He's like, that's right, Rory. Eagles are cool. <laughs> and just as he says this, um, uh, we'll cut back to Telnius. Cool. And although you had spent hours kind of uh, scoping out, you actually had started falling in and out of sleep, you hear um, a bit of arguing, and it's between Finn and mm-hmm. Bishop Colum. Oh, okay. He's come out of the feast hall and into the prisoner's spot. And you, Wait, Bishop Colum? Yeah. Because he said he was turning in for the night. Right, so he's come out. <gasps> he lied. Uh, he's come Not out Bishop of the Colum. feast hall. I mean, Ayas would have seen him, but he is like in a food coma mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just, <laughs> you're just like half passed out, half eating uh, on the on the uh, dining room table <laughs> as uh, as the bishop like stealthily walks past you. I see him. I'm just laying like, underneath. Fuck you! And so the bishop, um, you hear him rounding up some of the prisoners and bringing them outside of the prison. 
and he's lined them up, and he begins um, praying in Thessalon. And this prayer is one that is normally read at funerals. Okay. And, well, before you act, Finn had rushed over to... um, um, Oh, no, actually, let's go ahead. So okay. go ahead and act. Yeah, um, so as soon as I recognize the prayers as funeral rites, um, I kind of, uh, how do I want to do this? Okay, wait, um, so does he have any weapons on him currently? You can't, you're behind the prison. He's in front in the main courtyard area. So you've just heard this happening. So until you come out into the courtyard, you I don't, you don't see him. You don't see okay. anything, but you can hear him praying loudly in the Thessalon. Okay, tongue. then I come. I don't like uh, overtly walk out. I kind of like come to the corner and like peer around and see. Okay, and so after he finishes the prayer, you hear him say, "Turn from your evil ways and come to the light of Thessla." And the first Varrican, you see them all four on their knees with their hands tied mm-hmm. behind their backs. And he doesn't look up, and he, the Varrican actually growls something, uh, another curse word mm-hmm. that you're able to recognize, and spits on the ground. And the bishop, you can just see a fury in his eyes, and he, uh, he says, it is time for us to be rid of you then. And he swings back his warhammer. And, and I cast just, Shield of Faith uh, on the... Um, all right. Shield of Faith does what benefit? Uh, so, um, just imagine like a, uh, just an invincible wall. Yeah. An invincible wall <laughs> made of faith. Impenetrable. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so a shimmering field appears and surrounds a creature of your choice within range, uh, granting it a plus two bonus to AC <laughs> for the duration. Oh, no, that's great. Okay. Um, so it's strange, but how this manifests is, you're able to see this outline of the one you cast it on. And when his Warhammer comes down, it doesn't, he feels something collide Mm -hmm. and the Varrican falls over. But when you rush out to see what had happened, you can see that the Varrican man is actually fine. And the Bishop has moved over to the next one. So the Bishop has assumed that he has, clocked him and has and killed, killed him. him and he's moving on to the next one and he's he's begins uh saying the next um prayer so before the next act um finn busts into the armory and says it's colin he is trying to kill some of the prisoners you must come and uh you uh commander leon says uh, he just has a confused look on his face and he begins drawing his sword and rushes out following Finn out to the courtyard. Um, so once you all get out into the courtyard... Can I perceive if I see people running? Like if I see them running? Yeah, so I'm when still they pass by... Smoking, that's right, because right? when they yeah. pass by the barracks... I mean, you had seen Finn rush to the armory and now he's coming out with... Um, uh, Commander Leon and Rory. So okay. you just follow them yeah, into the yeah, courtyard. Follow, yeah, if I see them running, I'm definitely, especially with weapons drawn, I'm I'm coming. Yes. Back. So um, uh, you guys all see the bishop place his warhammer to the temple of the next barbarian, and he he says out loud, "I beseech you, heathens, renounce your demonic gods and return to Thessla." 
your very life depends on it. And um, just as you all kind of um, come out to the courtyard. Do I and come out? So Giselle is running out past you. Do you, do you follow her out? Because you kind of hear a commotion once she opens the door to the feast hall and goes outside. I do hear a commotion? You hear basically what Bishop Colm just said, Ayas. Mm. That doesn't sound good. I get up and I sprint out the door. Okay. So or waddle, burping. You know, in, yeah. <laughs> I roll, roll out the door sideways. Yeah. In a wheelbarrow. <laughs> so <laughs> just as you guys all come to the courtyard um, together and Telnius, whatever you had planned for this next Varrican, you hear one of the great cloaks from the, uh, from the watchtower at the front gate. He turns around and says, Raiders! Dozens of them, and he begins firing arrows down uh, outside of the outside of the fence line. And he he's uh, Captain Shoot. Giselle screams out to your posts, and you see the rest of the gray cloaks take their positions oh, to shit. fight off an invasion. <laughs> um, and the bishop pulls back with his warhammer. He says, "A jailbreak, you fiends! Led him here, and." Um, he goes to bring his warhammer down, and Finn just tackles him in Good. the mud. Sweet. And um, so, go ahead and roll me perception. Um, you guys hear though at the front gates, you hear that the uh, Wilderfolk soldiers have begun slamming their bodies against the front gates as more of the Great Cloaks um, collect up there, and they're firing arrows down as quickly as they can. So what'd you guys get for perception? Uh, I got an 18. 14. I'm focused on what's happening, and I didn't hear anything. <laughs> okay. 14. Um, Telnius, you hear right behind you, behind the prison, you hear oh, a strange metallic clank, and when you Grapple turn hooks. around, you see a, uh, a pretty rustic, it's only got one hook on it, mm. but yeah, it's like a grappling hook and a rope connected to it. And you see as the first of the Varrican soldiers um, climbs over onto the catwalk, a gray cloak runs up to attack him. And this unarmed Varrican actually wrestles with him for a little bit and throws the gray cloak down into the main area. And before the Varrican soldier can make it any further, an arrow sticks out straight into his, his left like collarbone and straight down into his heart. And when Ooh. you it had come from, from the sniper oh, above, yes. you look up and yeah, you see the sniper with uh with a crossbow and Shooter. a scope on it. Nice. Um <laughs> you killed my dog. The rest of you the rest of you see Varrican making making it over on the southern wall and um and as the first few come out you guys see uh, Shira, the black leopard, leap from the barrack roof onto the catwalk. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> but that is funny. Um, and it starts attacking the, the first of the Varrican. And a few have made it down into the courtyard area near you guys. And um, the, the prisoners are, um, you can just see that they're, uh, terrified and looking all around them. Mm. Within the courtyard, though, a few of them have gathered and have their shields above their heads. You guys now have this opportunity to interact as you want. Fair. Uh, I want to use Gaylock to, uh, or maybe a dagger. I have a bunch of hidden daggers. I'll, I'll okay. pull out a dagger, and I'm going to start slicing through uh, 
the prisoner's uh, uh, ropes. Oh, they're gonna say next. Are you no, trying no. to <laughs> stealthily do this? Oh no, I'm just I don't like I don't want them to die. They're okay. I, I'm kind of I'm kind of been persuaded over our it's travels that they their aren't. own people who are invading. Yeah, like I, I figure in my head, I figured okay, if we just let them go, then maybe all these people will leave and they can just. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you begin to release one of the prisoners. Yeah, I mean, I know I'll yell out like, if we let the, if we let them go, they might leave. No um, casualties. A few of the gray cloaks start rushing toward you as soon as you start to undo the bounds. Oh, they better be ready to be thunder waved. <laughs> women, thunder women. Uh, thunder does anyone women. else want to act? I toss, I toss out my old shield and I put on this new one and get you know plus six to all rolls and <laughs> everything. Mm. Uh, no. <laughs> nice. Not quite. Plus, okay. Plus five. If I keep nodding at you, will you? And get plus Agree? Mm-hmm. No. Plus two. Oh, okay. Plus the cascade three. effect. If you say it enough times, we'll all believe it. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I do want to. Do you attack anything? Uh, yeah. Well, I yeah. I put on the the new shield, and uh, I just I. I guess I just wait to see see how this plays out with Kalun, mm. because I'm very conflicted as well about what we're doing. Okay. Yeah, Actually, like, you yeah. um, uh, you roll me an insight check. Okay. And tell us what do you want to do while he's yeah I don't out. I don't know that seven seven flat okay you're yeah you're just hanging by Kowloon seeing how this will play out with the gray cloaks okay all right I I say fuck it Brad, or rowdy boys stick together and I cast sleep on the gray cloaks that are coming <laughs> for uh, Kowloon nice. wow okay so you cast sleep on them and. Both of them failed. They Perfect. rolled miserably. But, um, <laughs> I'm not so rolling they, very well with these so things. We're all rolling unless, terribly. Unless, yeah. Someone yeah. Tries and, uh, unless someone tries to awaken them, um, they are asleep okay. for, uh, looks like... A long time. A long time. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah, so these two gray cloaks were rushing for Kowloon. Like, even before Kowloon had recognized it they both just fall in their tracks into the mud perfect um, oh like not face down like drowning right no okay I great. Mean, like yeah i'm <laughs> not in the mud they're just like <laughs> okay, yeah great. when they wake up they'll be very confused like they uh, they, they like vomit and they Ias, drown do you want to do anything vomit. during this time so um there's probably some wilder people coming down from the wall by now yeah, the closest to you are the ones who have gathered in a shield wall to the southern end, and they're they've they've raised their shields as arrows are just like raining down onto them from some of the gray cloaks that are uh, on the catwalk. Okay, I run in that direction. Okay, and I as as soon as I get there, I set off another smoke bomb. Okay, so you um. You rush up, throw down a smoke bomb into that shield wall area, so four of them are now blinded. Oh. Um, at this point, uh, Finn... I want to just say, every every time I release one, I want to say, like, I want to point and just yell go and try to get them to run. Okay, so you get, um, you're able to get two of them uh, freed, and they start rushing back into the prison because <sighs> some of them are... Um, yelling from the walls. A lot of a lot of people are yelling. And um, Tonyus, you're actually give me an intelligence check, but take disadvantage just because there is the chaos of 
Oh. So a natural one on my first roll. So. But it's so, disadvantage. You might get yeah. a ten in the second one. Yeah, you're. You, oh wait. The chaos of battle. You're not able to understand. Oh. I'm gonna use. Um, I'm gonna use my. Uh, bar- oh, I already rolled it. I already rolled yeah. it. Oh, Never shoot. mind. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so in the chaos of battle, you're not able to understand what they're saying. But you look over and you see Finn get two last blows onto the bishop. Hell yeah. Because yes. he's been wrestling nice. him. And the bishop is just bleeding from his mouth and nose at this moment. And um uh and this is where it turns, boys. Oh man. <laughs> Finn looks up and says, um, stop. They are running from something. Some beast. And just as he says that. Uh, you hear horn blows coming from the sniper. And oh, shit. So, really good horn sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah congratulations. Really Thanks. Yeah. And he screams, brace the gate! And so great cloaks jump off of that uh, gate uh, wall, and they come down and shoulder onto the gate. And the first hit on it... Um, uh, it breaks almost all the way through six feet up. On Ooh, oh shit! Wait. Uh, so, do any of the wildebeest or wilde people? <laughs> do any of the, no, wilde the wildebeest people? is outside yeah, the right. wall? Um, do any of the wilde people run towards the gate to help, or do I, like that? You can tell that they are running and either defending themselves or attempting to hide or run mm. away from oh, the shit. gate. Oh. And so on the second attempt, um, okay, hold on. Sorry, I have it right now. Can I, can I yell to Finn, tell them to help? I'm like, Finn, tell them to help. Mm-hmm. You um, can. Yeah. Okay, cool. I, just, I, didn't, I didn't know if I had time. Just want to throw that out there. I immediately run to the feast hall and gather as much food as I can. <laughs> <laughs> We're all fucked. Yeah. We um, need to make a sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the... After the first attack, um, this is just for dramatic effect, but one of the gray cloaks lo- is looking down at what's attacking the gate, and he, as he's knocking his next arrow shakily, he just says, Thesla, have mercy. And he fires down, but is instantly blown back with a <gasps> gust of icy wind. His <sighs> completely frozen corpse falls backwards and into the mud. The next move. Holy shit. You guys see two paws appear on top of the gate as a large white wolf with white fur and icy blue eyes jump over, jump the rest of the way like its back claws helped it climb over the gate. And it just grabs the first gray cloak, shakes it, and throws it against the wall and is looking directly at you guys. Oh. Uh, Oh. Have I finished releasing the rest of the prisoners? You're like getting the last one, <laughs> okay. and he's like, ah! <laughs> he's like running away. Uh, so, uh, Ias, we'll go to you. I see this giant wolf, and I just slip slowly into the smoke. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Give oh, me a stealth awesome. check with advantage, you that's goddamn awesome. coward. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and uh, so that's your turn. Kowloon, what do you do? All right, um, I have a longbow that I've never used, but I have it. It's on my character sheet, and I'm going to use... I believe you. <laughs> no, you don't, but I'm going to do it anyway. So I'm going to use that longbow uh, to shoot it from a distance. Okay, great. 
Nice. Does a 21 hit? Yes, definitely. Cool. You actually get it right in the head. Okay. Oh, it's dead. No. Oh, cool. Done. So that Next is... Uh, city. I don't... Shoot, I don't just... I don't add anything to a longbow, do I? Mm-mm. Okay. Unless... So uh, it's a composite longbow. You add your strength bonus. Okay. No, it's a two. Okay. So you do two points of damage. Yep. So it hit in the head very well aimed, but didn't sink in very far. No. Okay, great. Rory. Um, seeing that Kowloon has kind of in... Uh, I don't know if I saw Ayas escape uh, into the smoke, but I, I've seen that Kowloon has instigated attacking this thing. And so, mm-hmm. uh, is there anything... In, is there any, like, terrain or buildings in front of me, or is it just, you know, straight in front of me? It's straight... It's in the courtyard, and the courtyard is all open to the front gates. Okay. Um, then I'm just going to, I'm going to use my bonus action, um, to dash and I'm just going to dash straight for it and try mm-hmm. to like power slide between its legs and swing my, uh, war hammer, uh, at its legs as I, as I slide underneath. Beautiful. Whoa. That's awesome. Go for well, it. I haven't succeeded yet, and but I'm going into rage as I do. So this. you take advantage on it already. Okay. Correct? Yes. Yeah. Good thing. Ooh. Oh, oh, did you just yeah. roll a one and, and then a 20? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my so God. Yeah. Roll your damage, bro. Seven. Oh, yes. So that's going to be um, 12, 24. 14 Holy plus 10. Fuck. <laughs> that is awesome. No. Oh, so I don't add my bonuses to... Each I one. just double the roll. You double the roll and then add your bonus. Okay, so 19. Still really good. Sick. Awesome. Yeah. So you rush through and you were aiming for one of the legs? Yeah. I'm just, as I slide through, I'm, I'm trying to sweep. I mean, if I can go through both legs, I will, but I'm just trying to sweep legs on one you side. You get one leg and your Warhammer hooks it in such a way that the forearm of this beast's leg just snaps. Oh. And blood, mm. like, kind of like, like into your face. Uh, and it, it begins do, actually falling it. on top of you, and you have to bring your shield up. And actually, give me a strength check as it kind of topples onto you. Nine. Oh wait, I get advantage. <laughs> oh, nine. <laughs> yeah, you take five points of damage, like as it's okay. crushing you into the mud. Um, great, Telnius. All right, so I see that happen. I'm super stoked about that, and I cast uh, Web um, on the side of him that's furthest from uh, Rory's character. Okay. Um, so it's a twenty foot uh, radius. Um, and he, okay, so I, I can't, so did we discuss, you don't want me to read what happens or? Not exactly, just describe how it happens. Okay, great. So yeah, I uh, cast it um, on the end far from Rory and um, I wanted to just kind of like engulf him so that he is not really able to move. He has to make dex uh, saves in order to great. get out of it. And I scream after casting that, I say, the web's flammable. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And he does the wolf make an initial deck save? So, so any creature that starts its turn in the webs okay. um, has to make a, a save. Okay, great. Um, yeah, so it is its turn. And, and it's a, a, sorry, it's a strength oh. test. A strength, a strength check, not a... Great. So um, as this web is cast and it is held there for... Oh, go ahead. I'm so sorry. Okay, so it's a dexterity um, 
Okay, so each creature that starts his turn in the webs or that enters them during his turn must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, the creature is restrained as long as it remains in the webs or until it breaks free. A creature restrained by the webs can use its action to make a strength check to get out of it. Um, okay, that's fair. Right. So he has to make a, make a dex save. Initially, yeah. Got it. Sorry. Okay, so, um, yeah, so um, after you cast this spell and the wolf is caught up in the webs, um, the gate just burst down. And all the Great Cloaks were so distracted by the wolf uh, that on top of the gate as it's smashed stands this uh, large humanoid. Uh, and this is, its skin is pale, uh, purple veins sticking out uh uh, through its almost translucent skin and similar icy blue eyes. And this ogre is holding a frozen axe in one hand and a giant shield in its left hand. And he comes in and he's just like, Nah! and he smashes the watchtower to his uh, right. And the entire part of that gate collapses onto uh, three or four of the gray cloaks. Mm. And the wolf then is struggling to get out of the web. And during that time, as it's clawing away, Rory, you... 18 hit your AC. Yeah. Unless my shield is super special. <laughs> oh, does your shield give you AC? Yeah, what is the AC bonus to the shield? Is like it more 10, than just the regular plus two? You don't know yet. Oh, so I guess I don't know. It's Well, I mean, it, the shield gives you the normal bonus to AC. Uh, okay, so my AC is still 17. Okay. Um, plus five. Yeah. It's still 17? So you take five points of damage as one of the claws... As one of the claws exits the web and and scrapes you, and it stands up on the other three, pulling away from the web, but the web is still around it. And the how much damage did you say? Five, five. Oh, okay. And the wolf then um, the wolf then uh, limps forward uh, toward uh, you, Telnius, mm. after casting the spell, and uh, goes to bite you. Oh. And that's a critical fucking hit. Wait, I'm beside Telnius, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I give him. I can it's as a, a blade master. Critical I can impose, hit. I can impose disadvantage as a blade master if I'm standing within five feet of a of a. Companion. Ouch! My fun has again. ended. <laughs> oh, that was gonna be so fun. I'm so glad it was not fun. <laughs> <laughs> Does 12 hit your AC? Uh, 12 does not. Wow. Yeah. Look at you. So nice. he, it, you, Kowloon, you could tell that this snap down onto Telnius was going to be probably life-threatening. And mm-hmm. so you're able to bring um, uh, Gaylock up and just bat away its jaws from yeah, your kind of friend. Like nudge him to the side. Exactly. Nice. So his jaws snap just to the right I of literally your like face. feel his warm breath and oh, it's like cold slobber. Breath. Or it's cold icy breath. cold oh, breath. Oh, shit. I feel the cold. And like tr- little like beads of uh, uh, sweat start to freeze on exactly. my face. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Yes. Um, that's exactly what happens. And one of the ogres rushes up to... One um, of the ogres? 
Oh, I'm sorry. The ogre. Okay. I was about to say. I meant like... So this is is a boss battle we're supposed to lose. Okay. Okay. So the ogre rushes up to uh, Rory, which is... Well, actually, he steps over Rory and goes to attack uh, you, Kowloon. Yeah, you're actually like down in the mud, like only your shield is like (laughs) sticking up above you. Cover up with some sticks. Goes to attack you and fails miserably on... The end of his turn, um, I mean, the rest of the Great Cloaks have now realized what is happening, and they just load up the back of this ogre's back (laughs) with (laughs) arrows, just like 20 (laughs) arrows, yeah, over and over. And as it reaches back to, like, take these things out, uh, he steps up, and right at his jugular... Uh, an arrow comes from yes. the top of the cliff and just blood gushes oh. out from it. And it Dang. does your classic <laughs> and falls uh, backwards into the mud. Nice. Um, like the Harry Potter bathroom scene. Mm. I was thinking yeah. the Minds of yeah. Moria scene. Yeah, yeah much more than Minds yeah. of Moria. That's the but I was going for. Both are very clear. <laughs> So he's dead. <laughs> no, no, mine. Uh, he's mine. We can assume he's dead. He's oh. dunsky, yeah. Okay. He's, he's done. He's done, but the wolf is still up okay. snapping at your flans. Well, I've had enough time to gather my sword, and then I'm just staring at the ogre like, what? <laughs> this can't be real. And then I race forward towards the uh, wolf, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like a there's like a line of smoke behind me as I'm yes. just darting forward. <laughs> yeah. And I just leap into the air with my sword and I come down or I come I like slide and like side swipe it the cobwebs mm. with my heat sword. Yes. <gasps> so the remaining there's still webs oh. remaining on right. the side. Wait, of your the sword wolf. I thought your sword was ice. It does both. What? Oh. <laughs> Oh, it's so. Sick. We had Little John playing with us today. What? <laughs> what? So you okay, choose fire. Okay. So I slide and I choose fire and I swipe at the webs. And remember, oh. you still have an inspiration to use today. Oh, yeah. I'll take- <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead and roll. Uh, okay. Roll to hit. Okay. And roll a second time. Take the higher. Yeah, I think I got him. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So fifteen. Beautiful. So oh, your uh, your sword hits, and go ahead and roll the damage for the sword. Six. And now roll your d6 three times. <laughs> seven. seven. <laughs> Plus... The oh. webs burn. Uh, I think that for, was the three that times. was for that the was webs. It. Oh, gotcha. So the webs go up in this fiery yes. explosion, so. and Kowloon will go to you. Thirteen. Okay. No, we don't oh. because. Oh. oh. <laughs> I use an action surge and do another additional action. And oh. I, and as I swipe him sideways, I lift it up and twirl my sword around over my head and come down vertically down onto the. <laughs> Onto the same beast. Oh, awesome. I, I destroy the beast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Ten. <laughs> ten. Um, so with a ten, um, after the flames had affected the wolf, it had turned around. And in turning around, just as you were swiping down, he, uh, he hits you with the side of uh, his head in reaction to the whole left side of him burning up. Um, go ahead and roll me a deck save. Mm-hmm. 19. 
Uh, uh, you're able to you stay 21. on your feet. You like shoulder its head, and yeah, the icy breath is now next to your ear. Uh, Kowloon. Nice. Okay, so as the wolf turned, okay. I'm going to use acrobatics mm-hmm. to jump off of his leg or his, you know, his paw okay. and do like a spin in the air as I'm spinning Gaelic around my body and try to slice his throat. Oh my god. Okay, so my acrobatics is 12. Okay. Well, so it's a hit. Maybe, okay. I'll allow it to hit. Oh, yes. Okay, so that's a 21. Yep. Yeah, definitely. And then that's going to be a 12 to damage. Holy. So, yeah. You fucking, you leap off of its arm, and as it's turning, uh, Ias, the reason you didn't get knocked down is because halfway into its attack to you, you could just feel the strength leave out of the wolf's body, and... Kowloon, you bring Gaylock underneath the throat of the beast. And just slice its throat open. Nice. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy I was able to kill something. Yeah. And, it's, Finally. <laughs> and it's weird because usually with like an usually with a kill with the blood pouring out, it's usually like hot steam against the cold air. But this blood is like ice bath cold as wow. it leaks and mingles in with the mud and falls before you guys. And yeah, you guys rise up into uh, out of the mud. So so <laughs> sick. Yeah. Uh, uh, I I don't know why, but um, I want to gather some of this um, like super weird blood in a vial and just like save it for later, maybe. Okay. I want to. I don't know. I want to like study it. This sure. is super weird to my character. Yes. Yeah. So I. Uh, this is like nothing nice. you guys have ever yeah. seen before. Yeah. No. So I like. I like when I know that it's not moving and I see it's clearly dead. I kind of like pull out a vial out of my um, bag and um, gather up its blood. Great. I walk over to the ogre and I just grab it by its hair and I just kind of lift up its head. Kiss. And then I just kind of shudder and drop it and walk (laughs) away. Yeah. I want to climb up on top of the wolf and yell out, See! I've told you before, this is the power of the Browdy Boys. <laughs> Fear not as we are in your compound to protect all of you. Giselle is like crying at all of her lost comrades, yeah. and like looking up to you, Winded, and all the Varricade are just like staring up in awe. Oh, no. Yeah. And uh, great. Yeah, you guys come out and we'll finish there. Hell yeah. Nice. Oh, cool. You guys remember when I put those guards to sleep? Thanks for listening to Season 1, Episode 6. I'm Andrew, your DM, and with me was Brad as Rory, Taylor as Ias, Colin as Kaloon, and Micah as Telnius. If you like what we're doing, please head over to chasmquest.com and get connected to our social media. We also post artwork, maps, and have a wiki page to help you keep track of all the characters and locations. A huge thanks to all our followers and listeners, especially those internationally, in the UK, Canada, Germany... New Zealand, Ireland, the Netherlands, Sweden, and and so many more. We can't express to you how much we appreciate you. Also, a shout out to our reviewer, Ready For My Cue, from the podcast Unlikely Adventurers. Please give this podcast a listen. Uh, The hosts are hilarious, and the creativity is just endless on this uh, show. They basically take your goofy character ideas and flesh them out on each episode. So wonderful. So that's Unlikely Adventures. Give them a listen. 
Uh, episode seven was a bit long, so we split it into two parts. Look for part one next week. And until then, stay rowdy.